Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, green juice, solves the problem of juicing your greens on the go. Just add it to water, to drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for all our Secrets to Success podcast listeners. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian, the extra Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. Extra Bayesian sensation. What's happening, y'all? The lines sound pretty crispy for you being in the desert. Yeah, no, that's I got, right. Almost got Wi-Fi out there. Now. Hey, the, the technology wi- making its way down to the islands now. Yeah, we got no, the, right. the Wi-Fi popping. Okay, I'm talking about uh, popping. Douglas, what's yeah. going on, my brother? Oh, let me tell you something, bro. The weather was gorgeous here for about three days, and then it, you uh, only been there three days. Uh, well, <laughs> well, this must be the fourth day then, and. Um, <laughs> But hey, but I'm packing my bags as we speak, and I'm thinking uh, about this. Headed to the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> the Ritz Carlton. Uh, yeah. so only, only, only Ritz we acknowledge is crackers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We show a lot of the Ritz we can afford. You hey, feel we, me, Carl? E, we see what moves C in to start this sucker off. I know. Oh, man, I, got, I got a fair file that's out of this world, too. Hey, but hey. I, I'll wait. And you're going to have a. Why does he always playing? Uh, oh, the that. negative comments. Let me tell you something. We, I, I, we didn't just let them stockpile now, y'all. It's like a graveyard uh, uh, back there. <laughs> negative comments. Once I do, I, I want to do it while we're all together, though. Like, I think it would be better to do it, like, in person than do it on camera so we could put it up. So I'll save it till we're in the same spot, which I don't know. Carl, when are you, you, you coming to? I'll be, in, I'll be in Atlanta. Charlotte? Oh, no, Atlanta. I'll be oh, in okay, Atlanta. Good. Yeah, we'll do it in Atlanta then. No problem. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Carl, how is it? Catch us up, man. You in the home, the motherland? Oh, What's man. going on? So it's it's so what I, I was talking to Tamisha yesterday. So I'm still what I'm trying to do is balance my day. E, 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 you you about to laugh at me because I said I should have been doing this from Michigan, see? But my plan, I told E probably about two months ago, what I'm gonna do is try to do like a six hour work day. Literally, you know, get up early six, whatever, and just like knock out everything I got to do by like noon, one o'clock. Just try to be done, you know, before the day gets mm-hmm. going. So I've been doing that here more. So, it's, you know, I want, I want, of course, the kids to be able to enjoy it, you know, go beach, whatever. It's just different in the sense of, I, I, I can't explain it to you, but things just don't even feel the same. I'm doing the same work. I'm doing everything. But it's like, when you know you're going to the beach at like two o'clock in the afternoon, everything just changed. Like you get your work done. It ain't no stress. I don't care who called with what problem. It's just not the same. I promise you, same conversations I'm having. I had them suckers at home. Like I feel the weight of it. Like, man, we got to do this. We got to do that. Bruh. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's what's going on. All right, whatever. We'll get it fixed. Whatever. We'll move on. Next thing. Like it's just like, it just, it's smoother. Everything just rolling, man. But yeah, just been having a blast, What's the weather like? You don't want to do that. I want to do that to E. Yeah, I want to nah, do that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm we about to go. <laughs> he in Atlanta. I'm, I'm about yeah, he in Atlanta. Okay. He in Atlanta. He's okay. not in Michigan. So, hey, you know, literally. we got 50s. We, we, we got 50s out here. And, and I'm about, hey, oh, yeah, and I'm about to be me. in Miami, so tell me. I'm about to be close to you. 
Oh, let me just tell y'all, it's been like, I'm looking at the forecast for the entire week. It says 81 the entire week. The low for the, for the day is 74 degrees. Now, now here's the sweet part though, see. It rained almost every day I've been here, but it only rained at night. Like it rained like 10 o'clock mm. at night. I'm talking about downpour at 10, 10 o'clock at night. Like I'm like, I, I okay, like this the little is late night rain. That's therapeutic. Perfect. Oh, perfect, bro. So like all the nights, so I'm saying though, the days we get out, do what we got to do, you'll get a sprinkle here or there, but it hadn't been no rainy day like that the entire time so far. So it's been perfect, mm. man. Perfect. Just I, I literally had the kids outside walking earlier, like, y'all going to get some of this sun. We ain't got it when we get back. So just oh, yeah. getting as much moved sun. To Michigan. And, and remind the listeners out there in, in S2S audio world, why you moved to Michigan again? Oh, yeah. I, I do not. I repeat, I do not for, this is 2001 till now. That's about 16 years. I still do not have a good answer for that question. I don't have one. I followed, my, my initial thing was following my brother to get away from my parents. He went to school in Michigan, so I was like, bet, I'll be up there in a second. And somehow I'm still there. Somehow. <laughs> Stayed there. Yeah, uh-huh. and E. Uh, what are you doing, man? Like, I'm not even home <laughs> for like two days, like, and then you leave for like home. another eight months. So that's I don't the know. Hard he, part. he literally has no home. Well, I don't even know why oh, y'all yeah. got a mortgage yep. or a rent yep. or whatever y'all no. got up there. Well, we won't have it for long with Didi Little playing. <laughs> uh, I promise you, we won't. But um, no, man, it's weird being you know being home, you know, only for a few uh, days, you know, with the team, man. I'm I like live at practice. I don't go to a whole lot of games, but I live in practice. So um, it's been weird because I got to go, but I've met up, you know, and prayed with and had, you know, spent some time with some of the players. Um, you know, got some other, like I must have, Carl Dunn, I, I did a 21-day promo we're doing for corporate. I got that done like in three days. Then I did, uh, we're, we're, see, I didn't tell you, but one of the problems or challenges that, Schools are having it like, yo, we love when you come, but you know, what happens afterwards? Like, how do we sustain this energy? So I just did an entire month uh, series of videos and worksheets. And so imagine, Carl, I've, I've literally had to do both of those. And then, you know, I pre-recorded some TGIMs plus the live stuff mm-hmm. that we do in about three days. You know, yeah, so hey, Will told me it's like 50 yeah. videos. Yeah, Will say y'all yeah, did like bro. 50 videos over uh, the weekend. I went hard, bro. I went hard. Because wow. I know we leaving and I'm not coming back. All right. You know what I'm saying? So I went hard. So I've been um I've been I've been doing that, of course. Didi always has chores. I don't know where they come from. These chores is like you still got chores. You oh, almost bro. fifty, bro. Bro, bro. I still got, you got chores. Got curfew bro. too. Uh, well, that's something that's self-imposed. But yes, I have that too. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. And you laugh and see, but I want to say that every teenager that's listening, or every parent that has a teenager, make them listen. The very thing I ran from, see, I still mm. have it in my home. You know, I said, I thought, I don't know what, but I left home at 16. Like, yo, I'm about to get like this next level of independence. I'm not going to have any chores to do. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Woke up in an abandoned building like, this ain't what I had in mind. Bro, <laughs> this ain't, ain't what I had in mind when I thought independence. This ain't going uh. to be a breeze. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I didn't think it through. So to some young person yeah. that's ready to leave home, or you want your independence. Think it think through. It through. Yeah, think I'm it through. I'm talking about think it through before you find yourself 
in a, uh, in a war in Afghanistan. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Just think it <laughs> right. through, y'all. Just think it hey, through. Hey, this crazy, yeah. though. I, I'm not, like, literally, I'm, I'm living next door to Ian. I don't think I've seen... Did I see you when you came back? You did not. Tamisha did. She came over. You didn't come over. So I literally... Like the day after yeah, y'all, y'all got back. Yeah, y'all date. So we. That's we, how you know people yeah. big time, y'all. Bruh, when they no, live no. next door to each other and they ain't seen each other about six think, months. That's what I'm saying. I, I think I've seen you at the beginning of the year and I hadn't seen him. I probably won't see you to the cruise. Yeah, you won't see that's him to crazy. the cruise. But what happened was he went to Barbados. No, you see, I came him, home. You see him in Atlanta. Oh, in Atlanta. That's right. That's right. So, wow. Once in three months. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, next guys. Next door neighbors. And that's what I want to talk about today. See, if you don't mind, I know you got Let the Let me do my fair fight first. <laughs> okay, all right. Because right, right. I had this one in my heart. Right, and I, and I know you got I, this one, I'm, I'm almost sure. <laughs> okay. Ain't nobody going to say fair, okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, Here this, we go. Nah, I swear. I was so pissed, but then in my heart, I was like, yo, this going to make such a good fair file that I can't even, like, get mad. All right, so y'all know um, we, we in the process of you know, looking for a house or whatever. Um, we're going to move a little north of here and get a little bit more space, stretch out a little bit. Um, nothing big, but, you know what I'm saying, just we, we we moving, right, at some point. But we're not in a rush, right? Mostly for the schools, actually. Um, they got some great schools a little north of here. We kind of had that talk before, not really trying to send my kids to private school. I'm a public school kid and, you know, want them to go to a public school, but want them to go to a nice public school, and the public schools over here are not great. Um, it's a great area. We love the area, close to the airport, close to downtown, you know, close to, you know, shopping centers and everything we want is right here. But the schools, we talked about that. I'm not wow. going to say that. Anyway, crazy don't see. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? See. It is. It's like I'm you just pay saying, all this tax money. No, no, no. Think. I'm saying it's crazy that you've grown and you moved to that part of town for every amenity that it offers you. But now that mm. you have kids, you don't have a oh, life priority. No Everything changed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so um north of here, a little north of here, not far, 20, 30 minutes, they just have they have like some of the best schools in the state of Georgia, right? So cool. So um, you know, we kind of been working with a realtor or whatever, and you know what I'm saying, just going and looking at home, like kind of like on the weekends, we'll go check out some houses, whatever. And so um we but we haven't listed our house. Like we're still here. And so my realtor calls me the other day, and he's like, yo, I got somebody wants to come take a look at your house. Like, I told him you guys might be moving soon, and so if it's a situation where we find you a house and they like your house, maybe we could just, you know, swap it out and go. So I'm like, all right, cool. So, of course, you know, now we got to clean the house, right? We got people coming to look at the house to see if they want to buy the house. So I'm talking about me and Candace stay up. Late night, I'm talking about just getting everything taken care of, get the playroom, everything dusted out, mopped out. You know what I'm saying? Just make the house look as nice as you can make it look for somebody who might want to buy it. So I'm talking about we got candles lit, smelling at Glade plug-ins. You know, the kids got food stuck everywhere. They kind of had a little syrup smelling. We got everything smelling good, looking good. So do so they like, bet, will they come in at 10 o'clock? So I was like, all right, cool. E, we had the webinar. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll go next door to my brother's house and I'll do the webinar. So the realtor comes over here, but I didn't see anybody with him. Like, I didn't see whoever the couple was that was coming to look at the house. I just saw him. So I came over, let him in, and I was like, hey, what's going on? Thinking that the people were, like, behind him or they was going to meet him there or whatever. So he was like, uh, hey, what's going on? You know, I was like, hey, I'll get out your way. You know, I can go next door and you can show him the house, whatever. 
So he was like, oh, they're not coming. They had to end up having to get to the airport and we couldn't make it in time. So I'm just going to come look at the house and basically tell them what I see and evaluate, whatever, I don't know. So now I'm pissed because I'm like, okay, I done spent how long getting this house ready and now the people not even coming. So I was like, man, all right, cool. Well, you know, down upside is, you know, you got a clean house, whatever. So I guess he thought, I was, so now I'm saying, if they not coming, I'm about to just do the webinar in my office. Like, there's no need for me to go next door. But I think my man thought I was still leaving. So I go in the office, E, and I start setting up, you know, I got a hardwired laptop, you know what I'm saying, so we could do our webinar because, you know, my Wi-Fi, whatever. So I'm hardwiring it. And so then I'm, you know how you, like, know somebody in the house with you and you expect mm-hmm. to be hearing them, like, walking around. So I'm like, what is going on? So I'm listening upstairs, I don't hear nothing, looking around, I don't hear nothing, and I hear the vent on in the bathroom downstairs. Mm. And, like mm. on the same level I'm on. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I didn't turn the vent on. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, I, no joke, y'all. My man is in there for about 15 minutes. Mm. I'm still I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, no, my man. Like he, mind you, he ain't been downstairs to the basement. He ain't been upstairs. <laughs> he ain't been out on the deck. He ain't looked at nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh. And so I'm, now I'm trying to like make noise in the kitchen, like, like pull pans out, like, I'm in here. Get out my bathroom. <laughs> Sure enough, my man opens the bathroom and the most God-awful smell you can imagine just wafts through the entire crib. Mind you, it's exaggerated now because the crib was so fresh and so clean before my man came in. And uh, my man came out and looked at me and seen me, and it was one of them things where I didn't want to fully embarrass my man and be like, yo, what the blank you doing blowing my bathroom out? But my man, I'm talking about went scorched earth on my bathroom out of nowhere. Then came out, looked at me, talking about, you want to show me around? I was like, man, <laughs> hell no. Nah. But I was like, all right, you just show yourself around. Ain't nothing you can still go for. And so I let my man walk around and he ended up leaving. But I was just in my, I was so pissed, I, y'all. Hey, I hope you don't listen to the podcast. Uh, I, I hope he does. You, he know he was fine for that. So I'm saying fair foul. Like I, listen, y'all. My man was in the crib no longer than 30 seconds. I was like, hey, I'll, I'll get out your way. You know, you can show him around. He was like, oh, they're not coming. I'm just gonna walk, let myself around. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I think he thought I was still gonna get out of his way, but it was no reason. I could just do it in my office now. Luther Van it was already inconvenient. So I was like, cool. And then my man just went in there about 15, mm. 20, and just. Set the world on fire. Please. Fair foul, y'all. Luther Vandross said, turn this, he said, turn this house into a home. My man, <laughs> my man, turn your house into a home. Into see? A home. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yo, there is, yo, I'm like, yo, you could have stopped at the Dunkin' Donuts around the corner, the Starbucks. You could have went to Walmart or uh, Target and did your thing, and then came, my man came straight in my house, mm. was in there no longer than 30 seconds, found the bathroom, and blew that thing to pieces. Yeah, I'm like, unbelievable. 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 No, minimum, I swear, hey, that, minimum no, go downstairs, no, I'm saying minimum uh, go downstairs. Minimum go downstairs. That's minimum. No, like, let me I, tell you I, something, if, Carl. I've been around manipulative people, right? 
and I've seen mm. some manipulation in my life, but I've never <laughs> seen this type of manipulation before where my man manipulates you to get out your house to your fake owner. it like you're oh, about to go look man. around. So he go blow your bathroom out. Genius. Mm. I'm Genius. talking about blow it out. And like Genius. I said, I Genius. heard, it, you know how like once you start listening, I'm like, whoa, because I'm in the kitchen. I can hear, I'm like, I hear like the bubble every, guts. Like the, 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 the bubble vent guts. is on. You hearing bubble guts, <laughs> but then you hear like, uh, I can hear my Febreze spray like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bruh. I'm like, bruh. The, hey, Lee, I'm about to throw the he, disinfectant in there. Did he do the Lee Lamb? I hope Lee listening. Did he do the Lee Lamb on you? <laughs> bruh, oh. my man blew my stuff. I'm like, bruh, like you came over here with that bad of bubble guts that I'm talking about. And it, you talk, it was first thing in the morning. Like I said, it was 9 wow. something, 9.30, 10 o'clock. I'm like, bruh, what did you eat? I know you had a McGriddle. Something blew your stomach <laughs> out quick about, this I'll, morning. I'll, so anyway, um, yeah, maybe, yeah, hey, maybe some of y'all out there saying fair. You know what I'm saying? You got a you, house. You a realtor too. You, you welcomed him <laughs> in your house. He had to go. What you know? What you gonna do? Uh, but I, I just never seen such a sight. I'm like, I'm bro, I don't, you savage. gonna have to pay. Uh, you gonna have to drop me a couple dollars for rent. The way you just <laughs> violated my stuff. I'm like, I'm glad ain't nobody coming to see the house though, because they will walk in and be like, oh no, get me out of here. Immediately. Yeah. Fifteen yeah, to twenty, no problem. Fifteen to twenty minutes. I'm, I'm 15, 20. Because and, and look, not, I went uh, in the office. Here go the thing. I, I went in the office and didn't hear him walking around at no time. I was getting set up for the webinar. E, I was calling you. I was on the phone with mm. you. And so I was getting set up. And then when I came back in, I was like, okay, the vent is on and the door is closed. Like, I had all the doors open so, you know, you could see all the house. Hey, did you and at least get the double loose. flush, see? Did you at least get the double flush? I, I want to know, hey, anybody <laughs> out there who works for Keller Williams, I, I want to know, is this proper housing practice? Is this what y'all learn in your training and development courses? Is this an acceptable part of the training Learned. process? Uh, I want somebody from Keller Williams, Gary Keller, Give you on me a call. I bought your book, The One Thing. Give me a call. Let me know if this is in your training manual that at any time, if you feel like you need to relieve yourself at a potential client home, go, go for it. broke. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. Unbelievable. All right, cool. So I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, that, that was weighing on my mind. I had to get it off. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're here now. So, E. All right. Wow. Let me switch to something serious. <laughs> that not even serious. I can segue my way out of this yeah, one. Yeah, that <laughs> was serious. Maybe, you hey, said what? Oh, it, maybe, was, it was very serious. Maybe. No, but at he, the time, like, yo, I was low-key hot at the moment. I was like, yo, that's just nasty, bruh. You done came in my house and no long 30 seconds just tore it down. See, like, I don't even know you, bruh. I ain't never met hey, you a day in my life. Maybe so, the problem, CJ, was he had some Organifi before Ooh, he came over to your house. Keep everything smooth <laughs> and clear. He was regular. He was regular. Oh, yeah. uh, in that case, yeah. if he used our promo code, all is, all is forgiven. Then we're Only good. if he yeah. used our promo code. Okay. Right. If my <laughs> man didn't use our promo code, I'm still pissed. And what was that? <laughs> well done, what e. was, Yeah, do you know what the promo code is, Carl? I don't know. I, what I the think the promo code is success, but I don't know. Ah, success. Ah, yep, but I, I would hate to uh, so be a self-promoter on our, our yeah, podcast. Yeah. No, no, no. That's probably what um, happened, bro. Because the last time I had it, I, too, had to go to somebody's house. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, you get caught. Hey, I, don't get me wrong. Everybody can get caught off guard. But my man didn't look like he had no intentions. Like, it didn't look like it bothered him at all. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess that's my problem, too. When he came out, he didn't have remorse on his face. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was more so like, all right, cool. The bathroom's good. I think they'll like that one. I'm like, bro, yeah. what? I'm like, unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, mm. he wanted to test out the home for real for him. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he could tell him exactly yeah. how the home works now. He's smooth. Wow, unbelievable. Um, e, you you had to you had to vent. I told y'all, I'm not nobody's allowed to talk uh two hours before the podcast about anything because I'm like, yo, just save it for the podcast. But E was going off every t- every once in a while. E had called me, and uh, I just put the phone on mute on my <laughs> let end, him get put it, it on out. speaker, and like clean the kitchen and just let E go for broke. Um, I don't know if it was something you heard on the prayer line or or, or something that was going on, but I think Not you, the you get line. a little frustrated. What is it? People uh, is it people making excuses about why they can't get to the next level? Is it people calling you, you know, complaining about yeah, it? I, I'll let it, you it, take it, it from here. Look, it's two things, right? It's two. First, it's, and I, man, I, I owe my parents an apology, you know what I'm saying? It's, I, man, I, I, you know, and, and I'll never forget once I came home and my father used to have this thing about, like, he used to hide stuff. So he would hide, like, his drinks. If he had, like, a, um, you know, like the Ruby Red drink or he had Susie Q's, whatever he had, he would hide it. And I used to always say as a teenager, like, Yo, I don't get my man. Like, I really don't understand why my man, like, yo, you got a family. You know what I'm saying? You got a family. Why are you hiding stuff from your family? Like, why would you bring something into the house for us not to eat, right? And so, of course, I had my own children, you know, and I, my, you know, they become teenagers. And I remember coming home once, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but like, you had like a meal that was so fire, you know, whether it was a restaurant, or you went to like, you know, a family, you know, cookout or something and you made you a plate and you take that joint to the crib, bruh, and you get off work, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you got off the road and all you was thinking about, Carl, was when I get to this <laughs> spot, bruh, smash I'm talking about, I'm about to smash, bruh. I'm about to smash, Murder. bruh. And so, I, you know, y'all know me. So in, in my heyday, I see the sandwich. I got the spaghetti on the sandwich. I got I got the, the the baked lasagna. I got some broccoli Ooh. on it, some cheese on it. I didn't put a couple potato chips on there, some Lay's sour the cream. The Hellman's mayonnaise. Yes, yeah. I'm talking about the Hellman. I might have been doing Miracle Whip back then. Ooh. I'm not sure. I might have oh, been doing Miracle, Miracle Whip. Whip used to be that yeah. jug. Yeah, yeah. I might have been doing Miracle Whip. You know, and that um, was tangy. Bruh, I get to the crib, bruh. I get to the crib. I open up the refrigerator. I mean, my heart drops. I'm like, yo, somebody moved it. Okay, so let me look. At, bruh, I'm opening up the <laughs> it's drawer. <laughs> bruh, Carl, we're like the fruit. I'm in the fruit thing now. Like, somebody put <laughs> that joke in, in the crisper. section. You're <laughs> in the crisper. I'm talking about C. And then I notice, I turn, and Jalen has got, got the corner of his mouth with the back of his head. <laughs> he wiping that joint. And I'm like, yo, did, did my man just eat my sandwich, bruh? And I'm yes. talking about, bruh, I'm hurt. And, you know, and these are the things that make me call home and go, I get it now. But why are there so many people who don't understand business trying to do business? It's like, yo, you are clueless on 
what it takes to be successful. And we legitimately sitting here having an argument when like you don't get it. And that's what I mean with my parents. Like I didn't get what adulthood was like. All I saw was from my vantage point. Like I didn't see people getting up, going to work, people paying mortgage, insurance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, people having, like CJ said, like, yo, see, as you were talking, I promise you, see, I was having a flashback on, yo, that's why my parents moved us to, uh, because we moved on eight mile when it was still predominantly white. And then we moved on 12 mile and Lasser when it was predominantly Jewish. So see, I'm a kid. I didn't realize, see, until you just said it. I didn't realize that my parents moved for the school district, see? It never dawned on me. So because, I guess it was because I didn't know the information. I'm in school, see. <laughs> well, you didn't stay in school either. <laughs> right. You, know, see, <laughs> you left and school, that, so. And that's why, I'm, that's why I'm tripping, see? I was like, yo, my parents made all those sacrifices to put us in a better school district and the very thing they sacrificed for, I didn't I, see. Mm. I had no idea. I was clueless. And now when C said it, it's just like, yo, for real, your parents gave up being mm. able to, like, my mom never drove a sweet car, Carl. My mom drove yep. the Escort, and the most she ever got was a Ford Taurus. My mom never cashed out, bruh. There were just certain things that they didn't do because they did move us to, for the schools, and I didn't take it serious. And so now here I am as a CEO and I'm having frustrating conversations with people because I'm like, yo, you don't get it. That's not how it works. Like it's a business. You have to make money. Nothing else matters until you, you make money. So see, I'm talking to this person, this person, this person, this person, and we going back and forth and they arguing with me. And it's like, Jalen, do you know what I went through to get that sandwich? Do you understand the sacrifices I had to make? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and I think, see, what bothers me the most is when you don't, like, when you don't make any sacrifices, when you don't do anything. So I'm looking at Boog like, yo, bruh, all you did was, like, you live here. You know what I'm saying? You've been blessed to live here. And when you open up that refrigerator, <laughs> right, right. at no mm. point when you open up that refrigerator did you ever say, yo, man, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, ain't, I haven't worked. I haven't paid any bills. <laughs> like, like, you know what? I shouldn't like, eat. Like, no, like, you know what? I should eat, but I probably should think about this my dad's food. And hmm. you know what? Let me not eat that. It's 50 other things to eat, see? It's 50 other things to eat, see? Like, it's, it's all kind of other stuff you could have hit. You, you hit the one thing that is my sandwich, bruh. So <laughs> I'm saying, see, I'm, I'm having to really calm down because as I'm talking to people who don't understand business, they think business is about getting on the stage. They don't know when C was mm. in uh, France and you change your whole speaking yeah. schedule, you, like your whole uh, sleep schedule, Living schedule to be on the same... <laughs> You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To be on the same yeah. time zone we on. Yeah. Like, they don't know yeah. when we used to have to walk and get lunch meat to make sandwiches because we didn't. They don't know when we had to drive to New Jersey and hit six schools in one day when kids yeah. acting a fool and we not getting no check. Like, they don't know the days that we had to stay up to do a presentation only to get the phone call the next day that the presentation been canceled. And you could have told me a week ago it was canceled, but I worked my I worked the, I worked the all day, all night. Stayed up to two, three o'clock in the morning. The, I can't take the suit back. I can't take the stuff back. You know what I'm saying? And so 
I, man, I've just been frustrated to see, listen to people talk. And it's like, you, you, you sound like a 12-year-old who eats up somebody's sandwich. Like, you had the slightest idea what it takes to make a business work, to make a business run. And so I'm not mad at you, but the, the questions and the, and, the, and the feedback and the, I, I, I'm just like, wow, see, I just wish people could get a manual on what it really takes to do this hmm. and not just look at, oh, they doing a well, podcast, yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to do I, one. I think, yeah, you, you're, you're right. And I, that's one of the things that, you know, I, I think this podcast is good for, right? Because we get a chance to actually talk about some of the things that we went through and we get a chance to share some of those things and in-depth details. And there's things that we forget and there's things that, you know, we went through that, you know, made us who we are. But I think, you know, E, as you go through it, it's, it's impossible not to you know, reminisce and, and like mm -hmm. really think about those times that you talked about when people were shutting the door in our face. Like I, I was sitting there thinking the other day, you got districts now like writing letters and like mm -hmm. we get emails, Carl, from people just all over the world. Like can Eric Thomas please just come to our school for five minutes? Like we just want him to come and speak to our students. And like I can remember like schools shutting the doors in our yeah. face and being like, no. Like, we're not gonna bring our kids out of class. They can't miss math class to come right. hear him speak. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And just like that pushback we would get. And, you know, I just, like, it, it, it's funny because you think, like, what if we would have stopped right there? You know, mm. what, what if we would have stopped, you know, during that moment? And, and I don't think, like, like I said, I don't know if anybody thought it would turn into this, but I do know that we stuck with it and I do know that it wasn't easy, but I do know also that, for real, when you fail, like we always say, like, yo, it, it is literally the failure that makes you better. Like, you mm. fail and you fail forward, and it's literally that thing that allows you to get to that next level. And so we failed so many times back in the day, and now when you look at it, it looks so easy and so effortless because we got to a point where we understood what not to do. And sometimes that's just as important. Everybody like, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? I say, hurry up and fail. Get mm. started. You know, make your first mistake, lose your first thousand dollars, right? We lost how much did I lose us on the t-shirts, y'all? Six thousand. Lost us a couple grand on the <laughs> on the bad as you want to breath t-shirts, right? Six thousand. Six thousand. Six thousand. Six thousand. I think it was five or six. I had to black it out of my head, man. Yeah, I lost okay. us six grand, okay. y'all. Yeah. I lost us six grand. And, 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 time, and like, in context, right. It was a time that we didn't have six grand for real, for real. Oh, like here in context. Yeah, we didn't six have that. Six grand was oh. I mean, that was everything we had dumped back into the company to sell these oh. shirts. And you know, I I left the E off the shirt. And you know, I take that L to this day and it still stings. But guess what? It made me better. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes people think okay, the roadblock means it's a dead end. No, 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 it's just a roadblock. It's not a dead end. You got to keep pushing through that thing. And I, I think, E, what you're saying is, and the complaints we get and the things we get is because people see it and it, that it seems like it should yeah, be easier than what yeah, they, it is. They see you know the what I mean? And so yeah, I think, they see the hole. I think, I think, here's the thing, too. Everything is relative. So I think the crazy thing about us is, even when we sat in the office and we were like, yo, all right, cool, we're going ET, ET everything, like we're going to push this. At no point do I, do I think, or did I think, I maybe I don't want to put words in your mind, did I think this is going to be easy? Like, ah, oh, this is no, going to be no, so easy. Not at We're all. just going to, like, and so, and so when we ran into obstacles and roadblocks, it didn't stop us because we expected that. So, so I'm reading, uh, Josh and I are reading Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And I think we're going to make it the, um, Carl, we talked about making it the, the book of the month for, uh, Breathe University. So, um, Shoe Dog, Phil Knight, 
And man, I don't recommend a whole lot of books a lot of times, but man, Shoe Dog is crazy. But Phil Phil Knight said, fear of failure, I thought, would never be our downfall as a company. Not that any of us thought that we wouldn't fail. In fact, we had every expectation that we would. But when we did fail, we had faith that we would learn from it and get better for it. And I was like, wow. Mm. I'm like, yo, that is the exact same feeling that we had. Like, we expected to fail, like, because we didn't know what we were doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the, the the expectation that we would fail, it couldn't kill us if we expected it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's the stay ready concept all over again. It's like, yo, we pretty much knew, all right, cool, we're going to put all of these proposals together. We're going to send out 500 emails. One person going to hit us back and say, yeah, you can come to my yeah. school, but we don't have a budget. We anticipated that happening. And so... Like, like um, again, I, I don't know if I, I talked about this before, but like when they build the bridge in San Francisco, they build it with some sway. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like they build that. They don't just build it rock solid. They build it so if an earthquake come or some, uh, uh, I guess, you know, the, the ground moving in a certain particular way, it's got some sway and some give mm-hmm. to it because they anticipate that it's not just this. If you build it straight, that's just if everything go perfect. If you just build it like iron, it don't move, it's like, all right, cool. If the earth never shift, we good. But if it does shift, we hit. And I'm saying we knew the earth was going to shift, and so we built some sway in our company to, to uh, you know, kind of compensate for that. Yeah, the, the I, I'm, yeah, it's so, man. So, so, E, as you were talking, and y'all forgive me, but I remember, I'm going back specifically, see, to just, just, just think about this for a minute. And this, I think, see, this is when you were in France. Um, I, I can't, he helped me out. I really can't remember how we got it done, but listen to what I'm saying. Somehow, between me and E, we would go to, and I'm telling we traveling all night, you know, get there 11 o'clock, then got to drive two hours to go somewhere. And literally, we get there. And I, again, hear what I'm saying. I don't understand. I cannot remember how we got it done, but there would be a two-camera shoot with audio, we would sell products. He would speak and talk to everybody after, do photos. I'm talking about all of this between me and E. Like, E somehow would ha- help me with the can- with some can- Like, I don't remember how we got it all done, but I'm telling y'all, there's so many little places of it. Then, in, in terms of failure, see, I'm going to, man, the, the, the whole story of Breathe University, and, and it'll, it'll come in the book. It'll come in the book, the next, the next one that's coming. But... When I tell you, we have no, we had no idea what we were doing. We had no idea what we were doing. And I remember, uh, I'll call him out. Patrick Pete was my guy. Pat would call me and call me out. Like anytime we would do something, we're starting this program from scratch, y'all. We know that we can do the video content. We know we can put it out. And E was like, put it out. I'm like, E, but this, and he was like, put it out. And it was the same concept of just hurry up and fail. You're going to have some people that tell you that the email came with the wrong link. Hurry up. Now, if you get three people in there and they tell you a fix, I mean, the email is wrong or whatever, you can fix it. And the next hundred people, you ain't got to worry about that. But... I remember Pat would call me and Pat would be like, yo, y'all said this and this and this ain't happening and that. And I was like, Pat, 100% you were right. And I apologize for it. I'm going to fix it immediately and we're going to get it back out. And he was, it was the weirdest thing. I think that's the fear that people don't realize. It was the weirdest thing. But Pat was like, oh, okay, cool. And I think 
Right. Like people, right. you know, people think like oh, it's going to just blow up. If it's not perfect, no. it's going to drop. No. no. Like no. if you present yourself as no. perfect, then you got a problem. But Absolutely. and again, not making excuses for us. We could we can do Absolutely. better, but we're not going to sacrifice yeah. what we could have done to do better. You know what I'm saying? Let's just we are going to build and continue to build. And see to what you were saying, I think the point is there's no finish line. Let me say that slowly. There is no finish line. We're not ever looking to, that's the point we were looking to get to. No, we're continuing to build. There's no limit. Why is there a limit? Why is there not 50,000 people in Breathe University now? And when we get 50, why is there not 100,000 in there right now? When we get 100,000, why is there not 500,000 people? There's no limit. As long as there's people on earth that we can serve, there's no limit. There's no limit to the product you could produce. There's no limit. The only limit is what you put on. So I'm saying for us, there's no finish line for this thing. You just keep going and fix it as you go along. Because let me, let me go back. Plan it as best as you could, and something will still go wrong. Listen to what I'm saying. Plan it as best as you could. Anything that I've seen plan out, again, there's stuff you can avoid, there's stuff you can put back. Not knocking that system, love it, that's the way it should be. But there's still stuff that's gonna go wrong. So plan it, do it, put it out, and then be prepared to fix. Be prepared to fix, it's not gonna be done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna forever. Yeah, so many people, man, they, 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 they waiting, I'm telling you. And what was the quote Josh always say? Don't wait for the perfect moment. Yep. Make, uh, uh, you know, just go ahead and make, take the moment and make it perfect, you know make what I mean? Perfect. And it's the yep. truth. It, because, like, yo, there will, like, think about if we would have just waited. Like, what, what, I, I'll ask you guys, what would have been the perfect moment for us to start BU? Oh, none. Or for, none. Or for us none. to start TGIM. Yeah. Like, and, what would have been the perfect, like, let, right let me, now, okay, and now? It's like, yeah. no, it doesn't exist. None. Hey, it's let like, me say no, this, gonna though, take see. some L's. Hey, when we released it, here's the funny part about it. The, the weekend we released it, I don't know if he remembers, but he was going to Toronto or somewhere to speak it. He was like, yo, let's get it ready this weekend. I had been working for it. Listen to what I'm saying. Two weeks was the prep time for me to go from my strong master's in biology and doing video editing, because that's all I was doing, to let's launch Breathe University. Two weeks. And he was like, this was Friday. I think like Thursday we talked. I had been playing with it for the two weeks. I got some stuff working. And he said to me, um, hey, I'm going to release it this week. And I'm like, say what? He was like, I'm ready to release it. Now listen to what I'm saying. He and I had no conversation as to it's ready, it's not ready, uh, how much. He was like, I'm releasing it this weekend. See, you want to hear the funny part? Not a single sign up that weekend. But you best bet that the link was ready, <laughs> the credit card processing was in place. You see what I'm saying? Like, just by saying, here's the deadline, it put us in a place, well, put me in a place, because it was on me. It put me in a place to have at least the bare minimum ready. Like, hey, E, all right, here's what you're going to announce. Just here, here, go to slide. When you say, I, and I'm sitting on my phone, I'm sitting at my computer as E speaking, because I don't know where you were. I think it was Toronto, I'm not sure. But I'm sitting there like waiting, like I know he's speaking right now, and I'm like, okay, he got to be done within the last 10, 15 minutes. I ain't seen no signups yet. Oh, it's an hour. I ain't seen no signups. Okay, it's Sunday. It was Saturday evening, I think he spoke. It's Sunday. It ain't no signups, bro. I went through all this and no signups. But I'm telling y'all, four years later, we got 3,000 people. Oh, bro, bro. Now, and, and I want to say this, see, because this, this is important. I want to paint the picture, right? I was in Phoenix with Quicken Loans, my boy Jay, my boy Jay from Detroit. He had just recently moved out to Phoenix. Um, Scottsdale was doing his thing, y'all. So we were eating dinner, right? Well, let me do this before I go there. Let me do this because that's important. But to Carl's point, the reason why I told Carl to release it now is because I knew if Carl released it when he was going to release it, 
I didn't even know about 2018. No, <laughs> bruh, I don't know nothing about, I didn't even know nothing about no chameleon there and all that foolishness. I just knew that he was a perfectionist and he would have never gotten it done. Like uh, ever. Uh, it would have never been perfect. Like it just, I, it, look, it would have never been perfect. And I know he wants it to be perfect, which means yeah. that that time does not exist. So my thing was, I'm just going to push you. And I'll never forget, Carl asked me when I decided to do Spanish for the 100-day challenge. He said to me, okay, E, when's the first time you're going to, like, speak in public? And I was like, a, a year. I gave myself a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, come on, a year makes sense. Now, I can't tell you why I said a year, but to <laughs> me, a year makes sense. You got babies. You know, it take them dad, dad, mom, mom. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, give yourself a year. You should be able to say dad, dad in a year, Eric, right? And I'll never forget in my mind saying, I'm going to wait. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wait to do it. And before I knew it, there was a young lady um, from Mexico, you know, who, uh, who was like, yo, I, I need to be baptized. And her translator friend was like, yo, e, she wants to be baptized. And I'm like, yo... I can't see myself, Carl, baptizing nobody with an interpreter. I just can't see it. So what I decided to do... It ain't got the do, same effect. Yeah, you know, it just, it's, weird. it's just weird, see? And so uh -huh. she said, I want to be baptized. And so I said to Francia, you know, who speaks Spanish and English very well, I said to Francia, yo, Francia, when does she want to be baptized? She said, this weekend. <laughs> I said this weekend. Uh, I was hoping she said, "Bro, I was hoping she would say she wanted to be baptized next September." At, at the time that I had planned on publicly speaking, <laughs> that, that, you know what I'm saying? Like that would have been sweet. Uh, all you I'm saying. Up your timeline just to uh, bro. Let me tell you, everybody listening right now, listen to me very closely. You talk about trepidation. You talk hmm. about a fear. Bro, when she told me she wanted to be baptized that weekend, I'm talking about fear like I had never had in my life. And I said, yo, E, you got two options. You can buckle under the pressure and get a translator and screw up this lady's experience for the rest of your life. Or you can sit your butt down and figure out how you're going to get through it. And I cannot tell you guys how you get through things but when there's a sense of urgency, when there's fire, and that's why some of you parents having a hard time. Your son ain't got no fire on this butt. Your daughter ain't got no fire on this butt, even your marriage. The reason why y'all ain't get to the next level, y'all comfortable. Ain't no fire under your butt. And I sat down and wrote on a piece of paper, and C will tell you, I am not a transcript dude. That is not my swag. But you know what I did? I wrote down, Eric, what would you say to her if you were baptized? What would you say? So I just wrote it down and guess what happened? I remember when I was in middle school, in high school, and again, C gonna tease me because he like, he always saying stuff that we never <laughs> heard before, right? But listen to me, guys. I was not a lead actor and will not try to pretend like I was, but I was a very strong supportive actor and, one, and I had a major role in Oliver Twist. I remember when my mom, my grandma came down. My grandma came down. And I did my thing in Oliver Twist. 
And the reason why... <laughs> what was your character? <laughs> I don't even... I don't remember who Oliver Twist boy was, but I was one of Oliver Twist... I don't even know who Oliver home. Twist is. Oh, wow. I'm shocked. I know the story. Know. I, mean, I, 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 I can't crazy. remember the story, who, who but I knew Oliver it growing Twist? up. Well, it's, it's one a of story of a young man. Here. Yeah, old story. He was homeless. You know, go, he went through ah, it, right? well. Yeah. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. I don't question that. No question that. No question that. Little did you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that the role would come ahead. So what I was very good at, wouldn't say I was a good actor, but I could remember scripts, like the back, lines, like the back of my hand. And so it hit me when I was going through it, Carl, like, yo, you have that skill set in you and so sure enough, man, I got it done. But listen to me, guys. I'm in Phoenix sitting on a chair. I'll never forget sitting at the head table and C texts me with the goo. When, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe shirt. And we had gone through a few iterations. And I said to C, I told them, give me one second. I got to go outside. I went outside <laughs> and I screamed to the top of my lungs. I was like, C, you did it. This was C first. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. this was his first 40-point game. This was yep. his first official 40-point game, you know? And I was like, yo, C, bro, you did it. The dude hand coming out in the water, all the words is there uh, in the back. When you, I was like, yo, C, man, I was crying, y'all. I was like, we did it. Here go our <laughs> first, here go our first product that's about to sell. And we about to go to a whole nother level. I, man, I was so pumped up. I was so excited. And I take, I take some responsibility because my wife always get on me and she say, when you get super excited, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you kind of lose some of your ability to be rational. And I, and I ain't going to lie. I never saw breath. And then, of course, y'all know I ain't the smartest, you know, uh, apple on a tree. So I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. I didn't see it. Grand opening, grand closing. Man, I, bro, I came back and showed my boy Jay. Jay looked at it, was like, yo, E, I'm buying three of them jokers. Man, we were so pumped up. Yeah. And then C came back and told me, E, listen to me for those of you, listen to me very closely, hmm. those of you who are in business, those of you who are leader. And C will tell you I'm not lying. He will tell you I'm not lying. When C told me, my heart sunk. But I never lay it on the seat at my heart sunk. I never lay it on. I never once put back and see face. I can't believe you lost mm -hmm. six thousand. All we had was six thousand dollars. I pretend as if it was like he spilled milk on the floor. And what do you mm -hmm. do when milk is spilled on the floor? You just you wipe it up and you go pour you another and glass pour of some milk. Pour more. Yep. And I and and I, I I told C like oh oh you spilled oh I didn't even notice it wasn't no. I was like man that's crazy. All right, well, we need to order some more. And flat out, I don't know how we came up with the money. I don't really remember what went, what took place. All I know is he got it fixed. And all mm -hmm. I know is that we, we, we started selling those shirts. And man, let me tell you something. Those shirts. Our highest selling shirts like still. Hotcake to this so for day. those of you who just started listening to the podcast, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe was on the shirt. But breathe has an E at the end. Breath has B-R-E-A-T-H, right? Is that what I'm saying there, right? Yeah, yeah, so, you got it. So shout out to my brother, though, who was like, what's wrong with the shirts? Bad as you want a breath. I want a breath. <laughs> I, I want a breath, you want a breath? We got a breath. I was like, okay. And for one minute, I was like, you know what, man? And I was like, nah, man. And, and here goes another business lesson. Hmm. At no point do you put money 
over the brand. Yeah. At no point. Yeah. At no yeah. point do you make the money more important than the brand. Your, if you have a solid brand, your brand will last you for a lifetime. Your brand will last you forever, right? You can still go on tour and, and uh, the Temptations still touring. I don't know if anybody from the original mm -hmm. Temptations is even alive. I don't know. Maybe they are. But I'm saying they're still touring. They, they grandkids is like doing the temptation. Why? Because the brand is so good. The brand never got tarnished. And so as long as your brand is good, you'll be able to eat for a lifetime. If you make money decisions and sacrifice the brand, and I just put out that whack T-shirt, who knows where it'll be right now? You know what I mean? Mm. Like just the way the world works, the way that, you know, the, the, the visions line up and things. You put bad products out in the world, bad stuff comes back to you. So um, that there goes another little mini nugget within that lesson. Mm. Uh, I was not willing to just say, you know what, maybe people won't catch it. Maybe we could just sell half of them, get our money back. And nope, we shipped them all overseas and, and we started over. So a matter of fact, my brother kept a couple on the low. And they probably told you, they're probably collector's <laughs> editions now. He got a couple of them that say as bad as you want a breath. Like, And I'm talking about like, y'all, we had gray Black, yeah. blue, yeah, we blue, had different yeah. color schemes. Oh, we had it. We had the whip. And um, yep, sure enough, it, 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 and, you know, it, it got lost in the shovel. And, you know, it's crazy because, again, I go back to Shoe Dog, and I'm listening, and y'all got to check it out too. But anyway, in Shoe Dog, he says he was 12 years out of grad school in Stanford, and he went to the, making Nikes, right? Like, so he's in the shoe company, Blue Ribbon, he's got this company and they're, they're trying to make Nikes, they're trying to do their thing. He's 12 years out of grad school and goes to rent a car and his credit card gets declined because he don't have any money. Hmm. And I'm like, wow, straight 12 years. 12. Phil Knight, the CEO of Nike. Like, my man went through it and you trying to build something and you pissed and you ready to quit. You've been at it six months. You like, this is a scheme. I'm nobody can make money in this. And I'm like, wow. Like I feel sorry for the people who, you know, you think everything is a get rich quick scheme. And sometimes, man, you see the way people do it. They on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, you can make five hundred thousand dollars by next week. It's not true, man. It's no shortcuts to success. You have to complete every level. And I think we understood that. And like I said, luckily for us, we didn't have these visions of like. Bentleys and Lamborghinis overnight. Like that was never our thing. Our thing was if we stay, if we self-assess, if we know we're, we're doing what we're called to be doing, if we stay in this lane long enough, I can't tell you when, but I assure you we're gonna blow up. And that's what happened. Hey, I had a conversation and it's here. I'm gonna I'm make it a little cryptic because I ain't wanna you know, put people out like that. But I had a conversation with somebody recently and they, they literally had, I'm gonna, I'm I'm like I said, couch it a little bit. So they had a corner store, let's just say a corner store next to their house, like literally next to their house. They did it for a couple months. I'm talking about going well. Like they would do like karaoke stuff on like weekends, Friday nights, Saturday nights. You know, a lot of people coming out, um, doing some like cooking right there, you know, selling whatever. It was going well. And they stopped. So I'm having a conversation like, yo, what happened? Like, you know, why'd you stop? Like, you had, you know, this is great supplemental income. Like, she had another job. She's doing other stuff. And she started listing for me, like, well, this happened. The neighbors were getting upset because people were parking on their property. Uh, she's, she, she was just being real. She was like, you know, also, like, you know, people see me doing all of this. And it was, I felt unsafe because, you know, I'm over here making money and I don't have, like, she's like, I don't feel secure. You know, there's people around here that know that I'm doing some stuff. And she's like, I feel like, you know, somebody could come, you know, try to rob or whatever. And I, I just the conversation is going. I'm just listening, like, wow, like legitimate, legitimate problems, legitimate. You know what I mean? You can't control the neighbor's property, all that. But I'm saying you stopped. 
And now the income that you had that was passive, that was fun, you're doing something, you know, for your community, they coming out having fun is gone. So I'm like, at the end of the day, you've allowed whatever these circumstances are. That, that, I'm, I don't know the answers to every problem, but I do believe that there are answers to every problem. There's some answer out there, you know what I mean? It may not be the, the number one thing we want to do, but there's a way to get around, you know, wh whatever the situation is. So I'm like, yo, you've stopped. So there's no opportunity right now. You haven't gone past, you know, like gone past go to collect your $200. There's no opportunity. You're just stuck where you were before. And all the momentum that you got, because people were coming, it was working, it was, you know, it's gone. So I'm like, I think that's what happens to most people. Like there are these things that come up and they're legitimate. Like she said, Phil Knight, they're legitimate things that come up. There's not, I'm not saying that, you know, you can control everything, but the, the, the difference is, you have to realize that, like I said, there is some solution. There's got to be a solution, whether it's, and I, I told her, why not pay them to park over there? Like, I ain't tripping, whether y'all in a good relationship or not. If you get them a couple of dollars, it might change the, the relationship. Like, yo, I'll pay you, just shut up and let the people park over here for two, three hours on Friday night. I'm saying, it may or may not work, but I'm saying, instead of just letting the problem shut you down, come up with one or two solutions, five solutions. Like, yo, if this is the problem, could we do this? Could we do that? Could we do that? And I told her to the, to the extent of, let me just be real with you. What if you moved? Have you ever thought about moving? If there's no answer for right here, have you ever thought about moving? Again, I'm not uh, pretending that this is going to be something simple, but the mindset that I was trying to get to her was, you don't have to stop because it's difficult. You don't have to stop because it's hard. Like she said, it's expected to be hard. Life is going to test you and try to put things in your way to make sure that you're serious about what you're doing. So when it comes, you just got to be prepared like, okay, so I have to do something else. What is that thing that I got to do? And let's keep moving. And, and again, this is if it's something that you're passionate about and you want to pursue. Again, if it's a little hobby, this this not that conversation for those that's doing this for a hobby. Right. Like this is something I, that you're serious about. What's that quote he always used to say? Delay doesn't mean deny. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 but but here's my problem, Carl. I want to go back to where I started because there, I want people to make the connection. My son going in the refrigerator, Carl, and eat my sandwich is just pure ignorance, and he's not a bad kid. It was just pure ignorance. Like you didn't think of anything other than, and and I'm not on the parents and things other than yourself. I'm saying your ignorance didn't allow you to see the full scope. You didn't have the right information, so you made a move based on ignorance. And so the reason why I agree with CJ on the whole, you know, you leaving this and going to this, and you're going to make money off of this, then you quit and you start something else. The, the, the challenge of business, Carl, the challenge of marriage, the challenge of parenting, well, I wouldn't say parenting because you stuck with your, you know, your blood, so that's probably different. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but the other ones, it is the ignorance of you not knowing what it takes that makes you say, well, this ain't working, I'm going to the next one. As if it's the thing you're doing that's the problem. Mm. You're the problem. It's not yep. the thing itself. So if you go to, they say that first time marriages in, in the numbers could you know be skewed, but they say 50%. They say the second marriage, Carl, is 75% divorce rate. So, so it's not a situation Muscle where- Muscle memory. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I, yep. That's what I'm saying, yep. see? You have the wrong information. And so it happens every single time. And I don't call me to do your platinum wedding. Don't call me, right? Don't call me. I'm tired. Don't call me, E, I'm doing a platinum wedding and I want you to officiate it. I'm not officiating it because I get sick and tired, see, of people planning for the platinum wedding and I want to do counsel for the platinum marriage. 
Mm. Right? I want to do counsel for the platinum marriage. And guess what? See, they don't have time for the platinum marriage. They only got time for the platinum wedding. And I'm saying your marriage ain't going to last long if you don't know what it is. If you don't understand what, what marriage is, if you don't know what being a husband or being a wife is, it's not going to last you long. So I'm not against your platinum wedding, but but you are ignorant on... I'm against your wood marriage. Uh, uh, I'm against your wood marriage, see? I'm, I'm against your wood marriage because your platinum wedding is not going to sustain your wood marriage. It's not going to sustain it. It's not going to sustain it. And so you are I ignorant about... Not. It, it, so you are ignorant about what marriage really is. But you, you know what my platinum wedding will do is cure my temporary feelings right. of inadequacy, yep. loneliness, yep. and everything else I wanted to have happen just to have a moment. And it's yep. funny, I tweeted that out the other day, and um, it went crazy on Twitter, but I said a lot of y'all chasing moments and not legacy. And, and I didn't want it to be misconstrued, but essentially what you're saying right now is exactly what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, you so caught up on this moment that nothing else matters. Like, you'll sacrifice anything. You'll make wrong decisions. You, you'll you'll be compromise your value. You'll do anything for a moment, a temporary feeling. But that's not necessarily going to be the thing that's going to lead you to that long-term legacy. And what hmm. you're talking about right now with the wedding, and not that you can't have both. Like, my right, hope is absolutely. that you have both. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He's not saying absolutely. you can't have a sweet wedding. Yeah. No. And then we just, you know, it's so much spent on time and effort on the wedding and you haven't put nearly that much time into your actual marriage. Y'all ain't read a book. Y'all ain't hmm. did a devotional. Y'all hadn't got marriage counseling. But you just spent, you know, six months planning, you know, the perfect ideal setting with the dove release. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? They got the dove flying off into the sky. You got all kind of, you know, fireworks. And then when it, you know, that that honeymoon is over, you you got to get to the real deal of it. Hmm. And, um, Sometimes it doesn't align with what what what, what see so so then you come to me see, and you saying, yo I can't do this I'm ready to leave and I'm like bro you ready you ready to get a divorce, <laughs> you ready to move on to the next female or the next husband when you when you were the one that didn't put when you were the one that built on topsoil and you didn't go to the bedrock so you expected it to last like you didn't put nothing in it so by you think that by getting another female or getting another relationship. That that's gonna fix it? No. Let's let's stay in the let's stay in the marriage. Let's stay in the marriage. Now let's get educated on what real marriage is. Let's stay in the business. Let's not leave this business to go run and chase another business and put your life savings up for another business. Like get get on this podcast. Whatever other podcasts are about entrepreneurship, you know whatever other other you know um, uh, podcasts or books or trainings or seminars where you could get the right information and then with the right information, you can do, and so, yeah, you did know that C never lived here since we blew up. That when we really mm -hmm. got started as a company, C was gone. You didn't know that. Mm -hmm. you, you, you didn't know that we've never taken out a loan, that we have never, of all the people who followed us on Instagram and watched our videos and whatever, that we probably had less than 0.0.5% of those people sent us a check and helped us to get from one city to the next. What you didn't know is that we weren't always in these hotels. We weren't always, you know, when Carl got his car dropped off, you know, it was such a blessing to me because I got my new truck and Carl got his new truck. And I was like, praise God, this is what we're talking mm. about. 
everybody getting to this point. And then we drive in the car to Carl's house. Carl didn't always have a house. Carl lived in an apartment. C lived mm -hmm. with uh, in, in his grandma's house. You know what I'm saying? When they first uh, got married, you know, and for us to do it the right way, you know, and 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 go through all the challenges we went through to get where we are now. So when we go to the Clippers game and we drive into the Clippers arena where the players are parking, we not sitting there high and mighty. We like looking at each other like, yo, are we here? When CP3 is hitting C up, like, yo, I got tickets to the Houston game. Got C got the VIP stat. Like, we not, when our wives are in the seats and we looking at our wives in the seats, we don't think we big time. We're not trying to whatever. We're looking at, oh, we made it, guys. We made it. It worked. All the work we put in, it wasn't for vain. It wasn't in vain. And so I'm just saying to those of you who are listening, like, yo, y'all getting on my nerve with that, um, looking at it one-sided, not having the information, wanting to take shortcuts, trying to get to, you're trying to graduate, you're trying to do a 12-year degree. You're trying to do a 12-year degree, K through 12, in two, three years. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> hmm. So just buckle up. Can you do it fast? Yes. Is there an accelerated program, Carl? Absolutely. But yeah. can you skip steps? Absolutely not. So just go through the hell. Just go through the process. Just read the books. Go, just get the information and do it the right way because I'm tired of spending time on the phone talking to you about it when I could be working. C saying, I don't even know why you keep talking to him. Carl like, I don't know how you do it, E. And so I, I'm probably going to cut it off in 2018. But come on, guys, get the information, do it the right way, and get sustainable success. And if you want to get the right information, come out to Take Control in Miami. We'll be there on, what, Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we uh, where, where else are we, Carl? We're in Atlanta, February 10th. Charlotte. Um, Charlotte. Charlotte. And Dallas. In Dallas, yep. So make sure you get out to... Uh, Dallas is after the cruise, right? Yeah, yep. Okay, yep. So make sure you guys come out and get this information, man. And here's the thing. We're still learning. We're still growing. By no means are we perfect. And, um, you know, we, we have to fight to stay here. You know, E always talks uh -huh. about it. It's one thing to get, to, you know, wherever, you, you know, we are now. It's a whole other battle to stay here. We have different challenges and, and different things that arise. It might have been, you know, back in the day that we got enough money to get the shirt fixed. There are still challenges. There's still personnel issues. There's still issues in terms of getting to that next level for us as well. But there are some things that we've figured out. Um, along this path that we're excited about sharing with you. So shoot, shout out to all those uh, who are coming to Miami. We'll see you in a couple days. You guys are hearing this on Thursday, so we'll actually see you uh, Sunday and be ready for Take Control, a full day, guys. And we're giving you just some phenomenal information, bringing some phenomenal speakers who've done amazing things in their business. And the crazy thing is we were on the webinar the other day, and shout out to uh, Josh, who's going to be there, Maya, who's going to be there, um, e was Chris. on there, uh, Chris, Daniel, like, and, and I'm looking at all of these people who've built their, you know, empire, and not one of them was given, like, a sweet hookup to get mm. started. Like, nobody mm -hmm. got, like, a $500,000 investment. Nobody got, you know, 200000 Like, every single person there who we're going to be bringing in front of you to teach you, um, you know, what they know, 
they all got it from zero. And I was looking at that, and not only did they all get it from zero, they all had some traumatic experiences in their lives that could have derailed them. And I'll let them tell it, I don't wanna steal any of their thunder, but um, it is in, in some incredible stories of tragedy and triumph that you wouldn't believe from the personal standpoint while trying to build those empires. And I can't wait for them to share that information with you. Uh, we also want to shout out and thank our sponsor, Organifi. Listen, guys, you know we rock with Organifi heavy. No blending, no juicing, no shopping, right? Just buy it. Dump it in your water, shake it up, and go, man. And this is uh, where else can you get that many superfoods in one drink? Carl, did you take some to Barbados uh, with you? You already know. I'm talking about, I got my uncle down here on it. You already know. I, I'm talking about, I just took the whole box, see all the little packets, and just threw them in a suitcase. It ain't going to happen without yeah, the, it. Yeah, the biggest thing, guys, no no blending, no juicing, no cleanup, right? You go to the blender and you do all that. Like I said, and I'm not mad. For those of you who disciplined enough to do it every single day, you want to get those uh, superfoods in, and you're going to blend it up every day, all day, and make sure you got all that in your refrigerator. Cool. God bless you. More power to you. But I got about a good one, two days out the week where I'm really going to do that. Organifi, I do every single day, two, three times a day, man. And um, can't tell you how good it's been for me. So try it out. Organifi.com, promo code SUCCESS. Don't forget to use the promo code, man. Otherwise, right. um, yeah, yeah we, we we don't get the credit for it. You know what I'm saying? We don't want nobody else getting the credit for putting y'all on game, man. So shout out to everybody who's sending us pictures, emails, saying that the Organifi is helping big time. Uh, inspire. It's something about, like, Organifi, too. When you're drinking it, you just feel healthier, so it makes you, like, do health. Like, you can't hit the Organifi and then swing by McDonald's and get a Big no, Mac. You no, know, it just it don't no. even feel right. <laughs> so it's also like a mini accountability partner. Also, guys, just really quick, man, you heard us talking about it, Breathe University. Uh, there's no better time than to join than right now, man. Just an incredible community again, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. Can, uh, just get in here for a while and see the amazing things that are going on, the meetups, ease meeting up with people everywhere. Listen, man, some of you are stuck <laughs> right now, like we talked about. Who tried it? It has nothing to do uh, with you. It's not that you're not the right person. It's not that you don't have the talent or the skill set to make it happen. You are not in a community that allows you to thrive and allows you to grow. You don't have the right people around you. Listen, where else in the world hmm. for, from what, 50 bucks, Carl, $49 yep. to 199 I believe, yep. can you find a network of individuals who can literally help you with everything you're going through? Shout out to Rochelle who called me. They talked to Jamal on the phone, her and her husband, and they called me and left a message that was insane, just like, yo, we're going to the next level. They buying a property. Like he's mm. walking them through it. We have individuals in this program who are, I mean, literally down to help you get to that next level, to show you the ropes. People are on Facebook. They're meeting up in their own community, starting their own BU meetups and clubs. And it's just crazy. And some of you, like I said, you need a network to belong to. Uh, to. You need other people who think like you, who want to go to that next level, like you, want to have a better marriage, a better family structure, want to make more money. Um, you need to be involved in this, and, and it is uh, we, we've done this at an extremely affordable price for you guys, so oh. that we don't shut the doors to anybody, man. There's other programs out there. It's 10, 15 grand um, to be a part, and, and this is guys. If you knew what we paid for the program and, and, right. and how oh, we have on. to go about Just it, you our know time. That, um, it's yeah. a steal. So yeah, our time. Um, hey, see, see? Uh, yeah, oh, yes. I was gonna say our time, but I did want to say this to those of you who are on the fence about, you know, joining Breathe You. I, I do want to say to you, 
Uh, and again, I just use sports analogies because they're uh, kind of easy to comprehend. But I'm going to give you just two quick illustrations. You heard me at the Secret Success say uh, that my boy Van Noe, Van Noe from um, Detroit Lions got released from the Lions, went to uh, the Patriots and won a Super Bowl. So like he said, he didn't do anything different. He continued to play at a high level, left one team, went to another team championship. Different environment. Yeah, uh-huh. Harrison. Harrison left the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it was a lot of drama behind, you know, him leaving and making that decision. Uh, but he in the Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, I think that's what you play for. You play to be in the Super Bowl. And um, he not only is going to be in the Super Bowl, Carl, he played this uh, in the AFC hmm. Championship. Yeah. And he contributed in the AFC Championship. I mean, bottom line, we can say whatever we want to say about, you know, whatever. We, you know, why they did it, why he did what he did. Whatever. We can talk about, you know, his legacy here, there. But he plays to go to the Super Bowl. And so he, he switched teams. And here he is with an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl. So I, I'm just saying, for some of you, this shift to be you might be your Super Bowl. Mm. Hey, let me, let me shout out. First of all, a couple of weeks ago, I gave my email. And I called everybody out. I was like, yeah, we get numbers out, email out, and ain't nobody do nothing. Let me just shout y'all out. I probably had like 100 emails from the podcast. Hey, Carl, just testing out your comment. So shout y'all out. <laughs> but hey, so the flip side of it, I'm cussing y'all out now because about probably 60% of y'all said, yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm. A couple of them actually said future BU member as the title of the thing. And I'm like, no, y'all need to stop that now. Like what he's saying is like, for real, like we not doing this, y'all. This ain't no, no sponsorship. This ain't no, like you know what I'm saying gimmick like this is what we have like she talked about legacy this is what we're putting our legacy on like we want something to live beyond us and breathe you as that so we're not treating it like you know some little part-time side gig like we're pouring our energy into this group of people because let, let me say this real quick I'll go back so you were just saying something about take control that just got me thinking so the one negative that I'll say about being here in Barbados is when I look around, see if you were, if your parents were a police officer, and Jamal said it, so it might not even be Barbados. But if your parents were a police officer, chances are you're gonna be a police officer. If your parents was a teacher, you're gonna be a teacher. If your parents ain't doing nothing, chances are you're not gonna be doing nothing. And I was like, yo, the flip side, the whole west coast of the island is owned like, I'm talking about like the, the, all the resorts, the Hiltons, the, all that, down the west coast of the island, because that's the most like scenic coast. And I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. how do you break out of where you are as a police officer? Because you start that job, you work it for 40 years. The, 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 the literal thing is you start that, you work it for 40 years, you retire with nothing. That's the, the life cycle pretty much. And I'm sitting here like, yo, how do you break out of this? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, you don't have the $500,000 that your, your, your grandparents left you or your great-grandparents left property. You don't have that. How do you break out of it? And that's what Breathe University is, y'all. Like, I'm telling you, like, some of y'all met Amanda on webinars we did back. We met Amanda where, I'm talking about at her lowest point. I'm talking about, I think she used, like, her last, and I'm not saying this, this may sound cliche, but her last $20. I think we had the, the package, the Survive package at $20 then, and she used her last $20 to join the program. And if I can tell y'all today where she is, I can't tell y'all today where she is. She's off the substances that she was on. She is, she's got a daughter back. She's got her own home. She's, got, she's had multiple jobs in that, in that time frame. She's enrolled in Penn State online. Literally, guys, I'm talking about in a space of two years. So when I, when I talk about it... And part of Penn State's leadership, Carl. Don't just say she's a student. Right. Yeah. She's a part yeah, of their a par- leader, leadership. Absolutely. Uh, 
In yeah. two years, in two years, y'all. So we're not coming out here trying to pretend like, no, no. As I look around the island of Barbados, I'm like, yo, that's the thing that I want to give people, an opportunity that I don't care what your parents did, whether they left some or not. Here go an opportunity for you to start creating your legacy, your kids, your grandkids. Because I, I, me and my mom were having this long discussion like, yo, it's, it's tough. My parents taught here for 35 years, both of them. And like, I ain't trying to be funny, but they got enough to live, like to survive. Like they ain't balled out of control that could just go do whatever they want. You, you gave your heart to the, 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 the whole community teaching. You know what I'm saying? Like all these kids, my mother got hundreds of students all over the, the planet right now that calling her like, man, thank you so much for what you did for me. Like I, I made both my parents get on Facebook for that reason. Like, man, y'all impacted students across the world and not quite as kept me. My parents are looking to get an apartment in Michigan. I'm like, wow. Like you work all that, and to be honest, you have nothing. And not, no, no disrespect to my parents, y'all. Please don't don't hear that. I don't know if they're gonna listen. But what I'm saying is, they have nothing to leave. You know, they ain't passing on the Marriott to me and my brother that weekend. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm what I'm appealing to you guys is like, yo, don't look at Breathe University as you know some program that E got. You know, look at some program that CJM came up with to you know. It is the program to help you create your legacy. That's, That's what it is. That's it. That's exactly what it is to create. It's a yeah, gateway, it's the gateway Carl. to help you do it, that. And, and I want to use this word, Carl, for, and I need y'all to hear me. Cheat code. Like, for real. In life, there are a couple cheat codes. And we don't get those cheat... We, we don't get access to those cheat codes often. And you have an opportunity to get a cheat code that can take you from where you are to where you want to be. And what Carl said, Carl, I think it's, bro, I'm sick at the stomach listening to the thing you said about the sand. Like they had a commercial on sandals, Bar Barbados. Mm. It was on the other day. Yep. And I thought to yep. myself, how many people from the island of Bermuda, uh, Barbados own that? How many of them own that? You know, worse how many yet, of them have he, shares in that? Worse yet. So, so keep where you're going. I don't want to mess you up, but keep where you're going. I'm, I'm just saying, saying I'm talking to like, that it's your island. It's yep. your island. And, and, and somebody else who had a dream and a goal, who yeah. executed, who wasn't waiting and playing around, who's not even probably from there, said, we're going to take Absolutely. a piece of that land and we're going to make sure that, uh, and, and, and it don't have nothing to do with Barbados. They got it on some little yeah. private little park and people going to come in from all over the world and we're going to benefit off of their rich culture, off of their rich land, and, off of their and, rich and employ. beaches. And employ right. oh, wow. all the local wow. people to do the work wow. to serve the guests. And I'm saying nothing wrong with that line of employment. For to, and let me just say it like this. In my mind, y'all, if I'm wrong, I, I apologize. In my mind, that's a 20-year-old job. You do that for a couple of years and you move on. But I'm telling you, again, the way the system is set up, you start doing it. I'm telling you, I got relatives doing it. You start that at 18 and you're still doing it at 60. Like, that's what I'm seeing because it ain't no retirement from that, bro. You ain't got nothing saved. Like, it ain't paying like that. You were serving people, uh, a, a noble, again, a noble job, but I'm just saying Very there's no noble. legacy with that. It ain't, well, it ain't, but it, it ain't no legacy. You're not leaving none to your kids other than you work there, so chances are your kid might get a job there. That's what you're leaving. So I'm just saying, that's the one part, see, that I see that makes me sick to the stomach when I come here. It's like, yo, you don't really have... Or, or let me just say it like this, people aren't looking for the opportunity to do more. It's just kind of like the cycle of you here, you do a civil servant job, you know what I'm saying, some government job, or you do teaching or, you know what I'm saying, something like that, and you pretty much retire from that. And Well, you work until you're 70 and retire, and you probably die at 72 because it ain't a whole lot left. Like, that's what I'm seeing, and that's the part that I'm yep. saying we're working to fix.
No question, man. And we'll jump into Ask ET, but you just said some, you said cheat code. And I was like, hmm. I was like, that's exactly what it is. Because where else could you be an entrepreneur or a business person who just started off yesterday, have zero right. dollars in revenue, yep. and yep. buy your way into a circle with multimillionaires? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Who like willing to help you because yep. you're a part of the group. Like yep. nobody knows like, oh, okay, you own, you just started, but you're, you're in BU, like, so I can't help. Like, no, if you are in BU, you could be a college student just about to graduate with $50 in your bank account or yeah. a multimillionaire, man, and they treat you like family regardless of who you are. And so you're right, it is a cheat code. Ask ET. All right, um, Micah in Springfield said, hey, Carl, what is the hardest part with working, uh, uh, about working with uh, two such strong per uh, personalities? Mm. I, I had a call with Chris yesterday. Chris, again, our animal assessment guy. And Chris, we were just kind of talking through some stuff. And he's like, dude, how is it for real? Like, I got to explain. So the good is it keeps you on your toes. I'm just saying, like, you never know what's happening today, tomorrow. Like, I'm talking about, like, we could go from... Uh, 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 I just need a, a slide to ESPN needs some from us tomorrow. Like literally, I'm talking about in, in the space of 10 minutes, we could go from that to that. So it keeps you on your toes. But the flip side of it is, Lord have mercy. They, they oh man, like E, and it's crazy because it's the animals, but C is just get it done. Like it ain't, like I, I, I can't call CJ with a problem. And not saying like I can't, but I'm saying like it don't even feel right. Like see, I don't know if I can. Like, I can't, it ain't no room, for, it ain't no wiggle room when C-Talk. With E, you got a little more here, Flamingo, but still, the, the general consensus is get it done. Like, it's no excuse, it's no whatever, and get it done fast. So that if I were to say the biggest complaint is it's got to be done, whatever we're doing has got to be done in an hour. <laughs> it's got to be done that hour, That no matter what it is, ESPN to whoever it is, hey, I, we need it by like 2 o'clock today. If, yeah, yeah, so that, that would be the most challenging part. Because, again, you still got to balance everything else that's going on. But like I said, man, we get it done, bottom line, we get it done, so. Yep, Derek and Marilyn said, hey, hey, I just started my Hey, see. And you get huh? to be in Barbados for two weeks after you get it for done. For two weeks. No, no doubt. Be on the beach. No doubt. So yeah. hey, the yeah. payoff is nothing to complain about. I promise Derek you. And, Derek and Marilyn said, E.T., I just started my speaking career and I'm struggling to find paying gigs. How long did it take before people were willing to pay you for your speaking? A lifetime. Yeah, I don't remember, bro. I, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't chronicle that. Uh, but I will tell you this. I probably spoke what you consider, you know, getting paid. I probably spoke for free from 2000 when I, I'm sorry, 89, from 90 to about 2005, 2006. Murray gave me my first real, real check at Michigan State for $800. So, you know what I'm saying? Like money that- That was your you first check, that, like first real check? That was my first real check, yeah, $800, yeah. Wow. Mm. Hey, Love that, that's, that's the other book, see, 800 to the Ritz. Uh, I know, right? Uh, right. right. Now nah, you can't eat. Uh, that's like for uh, just ordering a, a piece of pie at the Ritz. You can't eat that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I that my that's like in. a tip for the valet now. You I know what I'm saying? I, I pay my dues. Um, <laughs> no doubt. We still never solved the tipping problem. I'm, I, do you have to tip when you go pick it up at the joint? I'm, I'm you you just, don't. No, 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 no. You don't have to, but if you want to have to wait for your car to come last, then yes, you do have to. Yeah, you <laughs> you want to wait for your what? If you want them to get your car last, 
Yeah, then you do have to, you, you don't have to tip. No, no, you, no, no. I'm, t- no, I'm not talking about there. I'm talking about when you go pick up food. Like, remember we talked about, like, when you go pick up a pizza and they, like, you, they, you put, you tell them who you, your name, you give them your card, and, like, they print it up and there's, like, a tip. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't wait on me, or you, and you didn't deliver it. Like I came, I did all yeah. the work. Do you, I are you still you. supposed to tip or not? I, I, I would say no. You shouldn't have to tip for that. The only reason I do tip, and I remember once saying that, like, "Yo, I ain't trying to tip. You ain't do nothing." And Didi was like, "This don't have nothing to do with that." She said, "But always remember, you have kids coming behind you. So if you do right by people, people do right by your kids. So it make it easier for me to tip them now. Because at first, I promise you, I want you hmm. to do it." Okay, um, yeah. let's see. Last one, because we got to run. Uh, Jessica in New York says, CJ, you always talk about mastering your gift. What if I don't know what my gift is? Um, call call Patrick Pete. Hey, call Stop Patrick Pete. Well, <laughs> call Patrick right. Pete. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he, has, um, he has an assessment for you. Yeah, no, you definitely got to take an assessment, but I always say your gift is what comes easy to you that's hard for most. Um, and and whatever that thing is, that's your gift, right? Like the the least of, you didn't have to work to get it. Something that just kind of naturally comes easier to you. Um, there are things in my life that, for real, it's just like anytime I look at it, it's like pulling teeth. And there's other things that I'm like, okay, yeah, that just makes sense. And so I think we've all kind of had those moments or know those things that fit us. Like E is just a a gifted communicator, right? Like he's just, Mm -hmm. he was born with the ability to communicate and to talk, right? Like that wasn't something that he necessarily had to work towards. Now, that doesn't mean he doesn't have to hone that gift, but I think it was apparent since birth probably that E, you know, had the ability to talk. Like I look at my son right now, I told Carl, he just has the gift Mm -hmm. to communicate. Like he's a people person. He, I don't know if he's, I'm not going to say he's going to be a speaker or like, you know, like E or anything like that, but he has that gift. Like my man, you walk into a room, he's got that gift of like, he wants to entertain the room. He's a, a very, like has, has a very high EQ. And so I can already kind of at that age, see what his gifts are. And like, he didn't do anything to earn that. Like we didn't sit there and practice like his speaking or, you know, anything like that. My man just got the gift. And so um, I do believe Jessica, that you have a gift. It's up to you to find it. And I would say just find the thing that comes pretty natural to you that doesn't come natural to everybody else. And, um, yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. E, get us out of here on that nugget of the day so we can go get busy. Hey, man, yeah, for real, guys. Look, measure it, man, for real. I've been talking to some people who've been making excuses, you know, people who've been saying, you know, like, I got this glass ceiling, like, you know, everybody else but me. Look, measure it, man. When you wake up every single day, you need to know exactly what you need to do to be successful. Look, I'm trying to tell you from personal experience that it can be done. It's not as difficult as as you think it is. You know, it's not um, something that's like out in the air, guys. It's real. Personal freedom is real. Success is real. Dominating your lane is real. Listen to me. It's real. Growing, getting from one step to it's all real, guys. It can be yours, but you got to measure it. Like, you can't wake up and just think that it's going to happen by osmosis. Like, you got to wake up every single day and know in this 24 hours, these are the very specific things that I need to be doing. Like, yo, this is where I need to be at 10 o'clock. This is what I need to be doing at 11 o'clock. You know, like, this is what I need to go buy. This is what I need to go read. This is who I need to hang out with. Like, yo, it is real but you cannot get to the next level without measurement. 
You have to measure it. Are you hearing me? You have to measure it. So it's your boy E.T. saying it's, it's, it's in your hand. Like, don't let nobody fool you and think it's like somebody else has control of your destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else will decide if your family eats or not, decides if you live the life you want to live. No, it's in your hand, but you have to measure it. How far are you away? How far do you have to go? You, you know what I'm saying? How, how much ground can you make up today? Like measure it, define it. What does it mean? What does it mean to you? And I'm telling you, when, it, when you can create meaning to that thing and you can measure it, it could be yours and you could take that milestone and boom, bit by bit by bit, you can knock that milestone out. So it's your boy E.T. saying people counting on you, you counting on you. It's in reach. It is yours. You can have it. You don't have to dream about it forever. You don't have to talk about it forever. It can be yours, but you got to measure it so you know how far you have to go and you know specifically what you need to do today to get closer to that personal freedom. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.